NPR. The other day, I went to the Economic Club of New York for a lunch. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, thanks so much to Barbara and the whole Economic Club. Lena Khan was speaking. She's the chair of the Federal Trade Commission. And Lena was speaking in this exclusive Manhattan building. It had this opulent painting covering the ceiling. It had a strict dress code. Security even warned a guest for wearing the wrong shoes. The FTC is firing on all cylinders, using all of our tools to promote free and fair competition in the modern economy. There was this palpable tension in the room because this is where the big dealmakers and business executives socialize. And many of them aren't happy with Lena's new tougher approach on corporate America. I mean, just listen to the financial media. Lena Khan has thrown away the core mission of the Federal Trade Commission. She's against what's good for customers, what's good for the consumer. This is the third time this week that we've talked about Ms. Khan. Over a third of her staff surveyed last year did not have a high level of respect for senior leadership. Critics argue the FTC is bringing cases to court that it can't win and that it's on this losing streak. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. As Lena Khan and her colleagues rewrite the rules for how business is done in America, how is the FTC doing? Like, what's its scoreboard? We try to find out, and along the way, we learn just how messy leading this competition watchdog can get. This message comes from NPR sponsor, American Express Business. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This message comes from NPR sponsor Comcast. For more than a decade, Comcast has been committed to bridging the digital divide and connecting millions to affordable high-speed internet. But the barriers to getting connected go well beyond affordability. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach millions with digital skills training, resources, and opportunities needed to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. Support for NPR and the following message come from Edward Jones. What is rich? Maybe it's less about reaching a magic number and more about discovering the magic in life. Edward Jones Financial Advisors are people you can count on for financial strategies that help support a life you love. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Support for NPR and the following message come from This is Small Business. Get actionable advice from a diverse group of entrepreneurs on how to start, build, and grow a small business. Listen to This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. The Federal Trade Commission is the sheriff for big businesses. It has two main functions, and one is to penalize companies that behave badly, like by lying to consumers. And the other is to stop companies from buying up other companies in a way that hurts competition. And that's been going way up under Lena Khan. 
the year she took on her role as chair in 2021, letters of investigation for mergers and acquisitions nearly doubled. And to walk us through whether this new, broader approach against big business is working, we spoke to Tara Reinhardt. Tara worked for the FTC as the chief trial counsel for its Bureau of Competition. For all of us antitrust nerds, it's definitely an intellectual wonderland and and full of supportive people and big thinkers. It's a wonderful place. Tara is now a partner at the law firm Skadden. And Skadden is on the other side of the ring to the FTC. It represents the companies that want to merge. But Tara says the FTC is still near and dear to her heart. And she says at the core of that intellectual wonderland has been what's known as the consumer welfare standard. Business should be permitted to go out and grow through acquisitions as they see fit, unless the deal is likely to hurt consumers. The FTC and also the Justice Department are now rejecting that view, even though it's been the dominant principle for about 40 years. They want to reestablish the view that if a merger pretty much causes harm in any sector, including just to your competitors, then uh, the businesses should not be able to merge. You might have heard that Microsoft is trying to acquire the games company Activision Blizzard. Europe's FTC equivalent eventually allowed this deal. But over in the US, the FTC has been trying to stop it through multiple approaches. It paused one of those approaches after losing in court in July and is appealing another. But there have been some victories for the FTC. In early 2022, the semiconductor chip company NVIDIA called off its planned purchase of another chip company after the FTC filed a complaint. So is it true that the FTC is on a losing streak? Because when you're driving towards a complete overhaul of how we think about monopolies over the last four decades, Tara says maybe we should expect some bold punts. When I was at the FTC, my boss was fond of saying that if you win all of your cases, then you're not bringing enough cases. So let's start with that. But the FTC has been bringing cases based on novel theories, cases where the courts have not had much experience with the theories of harm that are being thrown out there. One of the novel theories the FTC is pursuing is the idea of potential competition. That's what they argued when Meta was acquiring the digital fitness company Within. Now, Meta is not a fitness video provider. It's primarily known for Facebook. But the FTC under Lena Khan argued that if Meta does stake a claim in some kind of virtual reality world, like it's trying to do with the so-called metaverse, then owning within could stifle competition in digital fitness services in the future. But to win that, the FTC needed a lot of evidence. There simply was not evidence that Meta had made plans, was considering plans, and that it was too speculative to find that just because Meta's big and they have uh, the ability to go into that market that they ever would. The FTC ended up losing in court, and Lena Khan was asked about this at the Economic Club of New York. And she framed that loss as actually a win, because the judge left open the door to that argument of potential competition. Lena Khan also pointed to mergers and acquisitions that were abandoned before a final court decision, like NVIDIA, when it withdrew plans to buy that other semiconductor company. Lena includes these as indicative of the success of the FTC. 
But Tara Reithart is skeptical of this as a benchmark. The problem with including those in your win numbers is that you as the FTC, you don't know why the merger has been abandoned. There are lots of reasons companies will, for commercial reasons, not want to go forward. It's not necessarily a fear of the litigation risks. It's impossible to have one objective scorecard for the FTC. It is clear the FTC has managed to instill a degree of fear in the business community about new mergers. You just have to look at the opinion columns for that. But where the FTC has yet to land a killer blow is against big tech platforms. While Lena Khan declined our interview request through a spokesperson, we did speak to Matt Stoller. Matt is a friend and former colleague of Lena's, and he's the director of research at the American Economic Liberties Project, which is an organization that tries to take on monopolies. Matt argued that to the extent that the FTC is losing any cases, you can blame the judges. The judges really don't understand antitrust law. Um, uh, They're often lazy. Uh, have a really hard time being anything but deferential to business executives. So like I'll just stop you there. Of, that sounds like a big claim that the, the judges are, uh, don't know the law. They don't know. They're not trained. They're not trained on antitrust law. You know, there aren't really many antitrust experts on the courts. And it's true. Federal judges are generalists, and this is a common complaint. Antitrust law is complex, but Tara Reinhardt doesn't see that as being too problematic. Every single merger challenge and any other kind of antitrust case that I have seen, the judges have taken them extremely seriously. They're very curious about the law, the theory, the evidence. They're very active from the bench. They ask a lot of questions of the witnesses. So I I, I don't agree with that criticism. To Tara, it's all about the evidence the FTC is bringing, which she thinks just hasn't been strong enough in these big tech acquisition cases. But for Matt, this whole question of Lena Khan's scorecard misses the big picture of corporate power in America. And it is like just offensive that the only way the media looks at this is to say, oh, let's take the narrowest view and see whether this one official in this one agency is dotting their I's and crossing their T's. It's like missing the point and playing into the game of monopolists and Wall Street who want to keep things the way they are, even though everyone acknowledges it's a disaster. Either way, with tech giant Amazon next in the scope of the FTC, the agency's got its homework cut out for it. We're working on a listener questions episode, so hit us up with your most burning economics question and we might answer it on the show. Our email address is indicator at npr.org and please include your name and phone number. This episode was produced by Julia Ritchie with engineering by Maggie Luther. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Kate Cannon edits the show and The Indicator is a production of NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. If you're looking for a new way to support this show and public media, please consider signing up for the NPR Plus podcast bundle. NPR Plus listeners get to unlock sponsor-free listening and bonus episodes from NPR shows like this one. You can find out more at plus.npr.org.